Could the work from home environment be damaging the younger generation of workers? We're going to examine this coming up on the show next. From the streets of San Antonio, straight to your wallet, it's Jake's Two Cents on Jake of All Trades. All right, welcome back. My name is Kurt, and I'm not a financial expert. And I'm Jake. I am the financial expert. But together, Kirk and I talk about financial planning. We look at the economy and we review financial articles, all with the express purpose of helping our listeners build wealth both today and into the future. Now, this is a topic we've talked about many times before, actually. And this is the work at home phenomenon. You know, I'm at home. Jake is at his office. I am at the office um, today. Yeah, but, I could tell yeah. he's at his office with all his cool paintings and um, uh, um certificates and diplomas and stuff behind them. Uh, so, but the, there is, so we've talked about like that working from home is a phenomenon that's going to be happening. Mm -hmm. And in fact, you know, there are companies in Silicon Valley I've been reading about where they that like Apple is requiring people to come back to the offices, right? Back to their building. Mm -hmm. This is mm -hmm. something from Steve jobs, by the way, this is a legacy of Steve jobs that he's a big believer or he was a big believer in like the, the unexpected of running into each other and the value of running into people, you know, someone from Pixar, like a computer engineer, at Pixar running into, um, I don't know, some like a big movie director and then say, Oh, you should do that. Right. Like that kind of thing. And then the movie director is like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. Right. Like that's yeah. that kind of magic is something that Steve jobs is a big believer in. And he even well, and those instances only exist when you're with other people. Exactly. And they can only happen. In fact, he, like he, uh, I read his biographies and he originally had planned to have his big Apple unit or his big, you know, campus, um, in California have all of the suite of bathrooms in the center. So no matter where you were, you had to go to the center so people would interact more and they would be big enough for everybody. But there were some logistical problems because they're like, wait, you're going to make a, you know, eight month pregnant woman walk all that way to get over there. Like he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I can't do that. Yeah. So they didn't do that, but that was the idea though. That was, and he did design it so that that kind of interaction would happen with different departments. Anyway, the point is that there are values to being in the workplace, right? There's, there's values. There's things you may not even think about. And one thing I didn't think about, and I don't know about you, Jake, but I didn't think about, you know, I'm 36. I did start in an office. You know, I worked in, in a, as a waiter when I was really young. And then when I was 18, 19, I started selling knives, but I was in an office with people and we would work together. And then, you know, mm -hmm. I've worked in offices since, and there are things that you learn. And if you're 18 entering the workforce or 21 after college, you, you're not getting certain things that might be harmful. Certain things that maybe us older folk don't, we take for granted now. We do take for granted. Yeah. It's, a, it's, I think, yeah, you're exactly right. There's intangibles that are learned, skills that are learned that are not trained, right? You can train someone to do a job, but there's nuances to learning about corporate culture or learning to work in close proximity with other people, right? Those are skill sets that I developed when I started working in an office mm -hmm. that I don't know. And now that I reflect back, if I was a, a, a young college grad and I got my first job and it was virtual, 
that would be a, a really big challenge, right? To, to not only learn those skill sets, but then build that community as part or, or help influence that culture of whatever company it is. Cause that has a lot of value in the, you know, level of satisfaction you might get out of the job or the work that you do or new things that you might learn and become interested in. Like, I, I wonder how the long-term implications of work at home could affect like progress in, in, in jobs, right? Like if I am not actively with other people who do slightly different jobs or maybe I'm working with senior management and so they have a skill set that's better than mine. If I'm not around them mm -hmm. to kind of learn from them, that might stunt my own growth too, right? I might just be super complacent in my own position because this is really all I know how to do and I don't really get any feedback. Well, I think that's a great, yeah, I love how you call it a challenge because it's not like these things that may be negative that you don't get if you have this um, work from home mentality with young people these days, which a lot of people I think are entering the workforce that way, that it's not, it's something you can overcome. And there are mm -hmm. compensations that we, again, we don't think about. So, you know, I've read these articles from millennials where they're like, I don't understand how this, you know, 55 year old worker doesn't know how to use Google drive or something like, right. Like they still yeah. don't know how to use basic stuff, but what you have to, I think, take into consideration is that that person probably has 35 years of experience dealing with things that you haven't dealt with at, a, at if you're 25, 27 years old or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the trade-off of you helping them figure out how to, you know, delete something that's basic in their Google um, calendar or whatever, you know, telling yeah. them base, you know, basic stuff is that they, the compensation is that you, is that they mentor you in other ways. Right. right. They mentor mm -hmm. you in the business, in dealing with regulations, in dealing with tricky clients. If you're working in a big, you know, firm that may not be obvious, like that you're seeing for the first time some problem with the client. They've mm -hmm. seen 20 times over their lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. And they can help you with that, make it so you don't have to make all the mistakes they do. So that's part of the trade-off. Is there and there's they also might have just simple answers to things that you think are big problems like, oh, you know, you just have to talk to Larry. He'll take care of it. Right. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. You know, there's just little things like, I was like, oh, I didn't know who Larry is. Yeah. You probably just go down to shipping. He'll, he'll, you know, he has like a little side stash of this and they send it yeah, to clients and they're happy, whatever. There's always little things like that, that you kind of need to learn. And, you know, your job as the young person is to teach them how to, you know, upload a photo into their email without crashing the system or something like that. Right. <laughs> right like that's your role. Uh, like, or how right to take there. a screenshot, right? Like that's, that's what you teach them and you help them patiently. And then they help you how to not lose a $50 million contract. So, yeah. um, and I'm favoring the old people in this example because the young people, um, are always the ones who are complaining, but anyway, so there are things that are a trade off. That's the point. And there's, yeah. there's things that you can lose, um, by working from home starting right. off your career. So what do we think some of the outcomes could be? Cause I think we've, and on previous shows, we've established that like at least a hybrid version of work from home is here to stay. Right. And there's mm -hmm. probably many, many positions that pre pandemic were in person that have moved remote and may never move back to in person, right? Certain roles. I don't know what those might be, but those probably will exist from now on virtually. So if you find yourselves in this situation, like what are some of the implications 
of that, right? We talked about maybe a lack of skill set that you develop. But I think the the other side of this is that what there's there could be new technology that's created to to fill those gaps that used to be done by people, right? I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of an example of what that might be, but that could be, you know, just an acceleration of the advancement in technology that replaces certain roles. Yeah. No, I think that's, I mean, I think part of it is just, we have to figure out how to do this differently and we just have Mm -hmm. to think differently. Like we can't, the old model was you, you know, you went to work after college, you worked in the mail room and then you worked your way up slowly within the company. That's it. And so doing that, you learn the company, you learn how to socialize, you learn structure, routine, focus, networking, you learn how to relieve stress, like when you needed to relieve stress. And back in Mad Men 60s, they would drink alcohol all the time. That was the way. Smoke cigarettes. <laughs> and smoke cigars and cigarettes. Um, although that's a caricature, but still. But the point <laughs> is that these are still things you need to learn. You need to learn how to structure your day. You just need to learn yes. how to do that because otherwise you're going to end up working 24 seven or it feels like you're working 24 seven. You're going to burn out and it's going to be really bad. You need to learn routine. You need to learn to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning to, you know, have a morning routine. So you need to learn those things. Now, how you do it, I think tech can help, but I think mm-hmm. there may just be things that companies need to do to integrate younger workers into their force and invest in their younger workers, which they will, because it makes sense to do that. Right. Right. It makes sense if they I can, uh, yeah, if because if, you need to ha- if, to attract and train young workers, um, you know that uh, we could have some kind of trade off where I'll say, hey, we'll invest in you, we'll we'll have retreats, we'll have work at the office months so that you get these de- develop times, and you can work from home. You know, we'll pay well, and you know, we just expect that you work with us for two years minimum or something like that, right? Right. Um, the, yeah. You know, they can't do like a forced contract, but they could just re- do a kind of like, let's do this as a. T-. There's just so many different ways that companies could do this, or mm-hmm. like Apple, you could just require everybody to work from home, and if you are from um, the office, from the office, and again. if they don't, then they don't work there anymore, right? <laughs> that's yeah. that's just the way yeah. it works. And yeah. That's yeah. one solution because like I said at the beginning, that's a legacy of Steve Jobs. Like he liked the work from the office, although he worked from home a lot too, but he's the CEO and the creator. So whatever. <laughs> so um, I guess he, he can do, do what he wants. <laughs> so yeah, there, there are these things like if you're 19 years old or 21 years old, you don't get, and we need to find compensations to help with that. And, you know, I think one, you know, for instance, it doesn't have to be a major tech thing. It could just be, um, something that lawyers or law firms do is they set up a young lawyer with an older m- mentor. And they like, that's just your mentor. Like this mm-hmm. is your dude, or this is your dudette, right? This is the person that you go to for all of your questions. You should get lunch with them once a month or two. Um, mm-hmm. And you should talk and that's it. Like we hired you and we want you to work with this person who's got 15, 20 years season season yeah. person. And mm-hmm. that, you know, so like if, um, I financial hires a new CFP. I mean, obviously it's not a made, you know, like a massive, there's 500 CFPs or something, but you know, if you hire like someone right out of college, you should mentor them. And that's something you sure. probably naturally do anyway. Yeah. Um, Cause you're a smaller boutique firm, but you know, it's the same principle. But it's the same. Like, co- yeah. Same principle. Absolutely. And, yeah. So it's the same thing. And that's what you want to be. And I think that's it. And there, I have to point out, there's something in this article. This is an Atlantic article. Um, where he's talking about like, it took two years for me to meet my coworkers in person. This is like during the 2009 when he got fired and he was doing consulting stuff from home or something. And he mm-hmm. fantasized about eating lunch with a live human being. 
or even bumping into one in the, which I totally sympathize with. Right. I think a lot of us do, or what would it be like to wear work clothes again? Right. Like, uh, (laughs) like, um, you know, versus just wearing your underwear and a nice dress shot. Not that that's what I'm doing right now, but that's (laughs) that kind of thing. That's not uncommon. That's not uncommon. Yeah. 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 And you know, personally, I've, I told you, like, I've fallen in love with nice clothes, suits again. Like mm-hmm. I bought my first custom suit. I bought a whole bunch more from um, like men's warehouse and Nordstrom, some nice clothes. And it's like, I want to, you know, I don't, so I'm, now go, you have, yeah. like have a purpose to wear those yeah. things again. So I don't yeah. have a purpose yet, except I've been going fine dining. That's a separate. There you thing. go. But that may yeah. be it. It's like, maybe we just have to restructure our lives and find different outlets for our desires. But I think the point is that point is, yeah. as a, as a young worker, yeah. Don't discount the value. That's that a good lesson. Working in an environment with other people gives you from a professional development perspective, because I know that I'm sure, I mean, if your first job is remote, it's awesome, right? Like I got my apartment, I just get to wake up and do whatever I want. But kind of like some of the other episodes we've talked about where short-term changes can have very long-term implications. Yep. This can be one of those examples. And so this is just a really good, um, this article in particular is a really good concept for for younger workers to start thinking about is like, okay, I'm aware that there's some deficiencies in working from home and I need to be cognizant of that and I need to be proactive in the sense that seeking out opportunities to connect with other people to learn skill sets that can't be just taught through training. Yeah. And I guess the, maybe the last point um, is that there's this big point that the article makes young people who work remotely risk remaining unknown quantities and unknown quantities don't become beloved colleagues or get promoted. And so mm. this is something to think about as a young person is like, you have the extra challenge of when I was starting out or growing up and, you know, building relationships with people that are now you know, hiring me for other bigger things and yada, yada. Part of it was becoming known to them, right. And Mm -hmm. becoming integrated into what they, and they knew me as a certain type of person. And so I got, you know, my job at the uh, Ayn Rand Institute that I've talked about before, because I knew all those people, I knew the CEO and they all knew me. I've done things with them for many, many years. Um, And they, they came to me, right? Like they, I didn't go to them. I didn't know they were looking for someone. They came to me. Right. And that's something that like you might be missing out on. Maybe this is the role for networking companies to take over. Maybe this is an actual business service that networking companies can do almost like a dating service. But, but again, it has to be not just the one night stand type thing, but there has to be a real love. And I think, you know, again, that's, you know, like that, that comes with meeting people in person, especially on a regular basis at a company. Yeah. Yep. Very good advice. It's very, very important. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode of Jake of All Trades. Be sure to check us out on social media by searching for at Jake's Two Cents and check out the blog at jakestwocents.com. Take care. We'll see you next time.